We are live. Ooh. Please leave that in there. <laughs> Please don't. Please make that the intro. Uh, anyways. Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. My voice sounds like shit because stupid sinuses are kicking my ass. That's how it goes. Allergy season is crazy right I now. It. Even my kids got allergies. I didn't even know that. It's a bad season to have allergies. What's up? We back. It's been a few weeks, you know. We've been busy traveling, mm-hmm. working, slaving. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what I feel like. So, where did you go when you traveled? Oh, I went to nasty Houston with their no mask and no social distancing as state. And I. My dumb ass forgot to upload it on the fucking story. I was about to say, we, you didn't update. I know. When I thought about it, it had been days and I was like, I'm not going to do that. I felt corny afterwards. I was like, wow, I'm the no, only like, so I'm the only asshole that was on the story. Like, guess where I am? <laughs> but I also like every time I get ready to go out of town, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to do this. And I never fucking do. So I was like, I was so disappointed in myself. But you also got to be around people that like to take pictures like you, for example. Yeah. But. It's fine. Whatever. I had an okay time. I just realized that I cannot hang like I used to. Oh, yeah. And Houston is such a party place. So you can literally do something every day from sunup to sundown. Uh Uh-uh. I couldn't hang. By the end of the weekend, I was so beat. The first, after the first day, I was beat. I just, I couldn't. Yeah, I can't go there then because I'll be trying. (laughs) And I have to go back in June, and I'm really trying to force someone to go with me. So, anybody want to come with me for the weekend? It's just kind of hard because it's Father's Day weekend, so. If I wasn't going on that trip, like, two weeks later, I would go with you. But, say, yeah, but that trip is going to cost me, like, $500. Yeah, it's already cost me and then 400 it, It's so expensive to do shit there. Yeah. It's already cost me a solid 400 between my flight and the stuff I have to buy for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And while I'm there, it's going to cost me like another three to $500. Damn. <laughs> and then I have to turn around like a month, three weeks to a month after that and go to Atlanta for my birthday. Can you please keep reminding me? Because I really want to come. <laughs> yes. Put in your freaking calendar. Yes. Um, But I went to Niagara Falls. I was just, it sounds so stupid and corny, but it, I was so starstruck at the fact that I was staring at Canada. And I know, wanted, isn't it beautiful? Oh my God. I was like, wait, but that's like actually a different place than America. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe I was staring at the streets, looked like, I, like it was in Sweden. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like I'm staring at Europe, but it's not Europe, but it's Canada. So it's not America. It was so freaking like, I was shocked. I, I don't know. I just, I can't get the image out of my head of like the streets of Canada and like little cars going up the streets because their borders are closed mm-hmm. or else I would have gone on that side. But oh, I didn't know they Yeah. They yeah. Closed. They've been closed this whole time. Yep. Oh. They're just not fooling with us. That's why I can't, I was salty. I couldn't get in there. But like, I remember this little girl was from, uh, when I was growing up was from Canada and they had, always would get her ketchup chips and they're so good. Nah, bro. They go crazy. <laughs> But yeah, it was cool. I had an okay time too. The biggest thing was seeing uh, Niagara Falls and then it was like, it was okay. But Niagara Falls was like mind blowing to me. Isn't it beautiful? Oh my God. I've been there once. It was cold, but it was nice. Yeah. I was supposed to go to Florida. Um, That didn't happen, but um, 
I had an amazing staycation. I got some rest. Um, went to the spa. Went out to eat. Hung out a little bit. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed my week off, and I rescheduled my trip for the first week in June. Mm. Um, I did get a new car. Okay, congrats! Congrats! Um, it's amazing, boss. I think I mentioned on <laughs> one of the last shows I got uh, a raise. No, also oh yeah, so got a raise. Wait, um, did you? No, you said you got a promotion. Yeah, well, I got a promotion, and then you and got then a raise. I got a raise. Okay. Ooh, rich wow. nigga, bank bro. <laughs> 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 So everything with me has been cool. I can't complain. Um, Ooh, she blessed. Yeah, I want to take a road trip somewhere quick in my new car. Um, I love it. I'm so excited. Take me with you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> we still got to do a take control road trip. So. Okay, yeah. Please. Come get. Come on. Please, Please y'all. Let's go. Slide. When we go, slide. <laughs> y'all know Kim the singer. <laughs> well... Um, April, I just wanted to point out that April is, um, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Who, did somebody put that in here? I think I did, yeah. Yeah. And I, I realized today I went to go add something else about it, and it was two different slides, but the, this one's more in, informational than the other one, so I took it off. Okay, so it says, um, survivors of child sexual abuse, um, people who love someone who was raped, survivors living with disabilities, advocates at rape crisis center survivors of sexual abuse behind bars those who are not believed are shown empathy survivors of transphobic sexual violence those who are still healing and survivors who never told sad i know so yeah um anybody out there dealing with anything like this um we support you and please tell somebody yeah, and if you need to contact us, do so, and we will point you in the right direction for help and safety. So, for sure, no, it's not your fault. I think that we should probably, um, whatever hotlines or like you said, resources that they have, we should probably post mm-hmm. to our story or page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching something the other day. <clears throat> I think it was Blackish, but I don't remember this where I got it from. I don't know, but they were saying how like how they tell girls like you can't wear your skirt this short or you can't wear that and they're like well why don't you teach boys to not right yeah look at you like that right. like stop sexualizing women yeah, or don't sexualize us i thought that was a good point like, yeah why do we have to watch what we wear so we, now if we wear our skirt too short or we're showing our titties we're a hoe like yeah, all right. yeah. like I, I obviously there's a form of modesty but like you should not be let out allowed to wear shorts or your shoulders out or your you know the top of your chest out without somebody being like oh you deserve to be sexually assaulted mm-hmm. well what did you think was going to happen look at her outfit i'm sorry i can't dress up and appreciate myself without some man trying to sexualize me verbally mentally emotionally and maybe physically yeah like Come on. Come on. Hmm. All right. So I just wanted to point out the um, Dante Wright story. Um, rest in peace to him. He was a 20-year-old black man. He was a father um, who was pulled over in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same place as George Floyd, right? Yeah, like a few miles away from where they were having the trial, and I think mm-hmm. also a few miles away from where George Floyd was murdered. Um, 
They also said that George Floyd's girlfriend was Dante's teacher. I right. Believe, in mm-hmm. high school. Wow. Yep. Yep. Where the police um, shot and killed him. Same old story that we've been hearing. Right. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace to him. I feel like there was another something else that happened. I, don't, I feel like there was too. The military dude, right? Yeah. I I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, but someone told me about it, and he was watching it briefly, and I kind of like looked over his shoulder, like, "What is that?" And I saw briefly kind of what was they happening. They maced him. They maced him. Uh, it was a routine traffic stop, and you hear the police officer saying, like. The guy said that he was scared. And he was like, well, you should be fucking scared or something like uh, that. And then they maced him, pulled him out of his truck, um, all for a routine traffic. So I was mm. just listening to something earlier podcast I had started, but I it was like the very beginning of it. And they had said, um, as of April 2021, there has been 300, if I'm not mistaken, um, police-involved mm. um, deaths. So literally the last 20 days. April 1st, right? That's what as you said? Of, well, as of April 2021, so from January to April, mm-hmm. um, 300 police shootings that um, resulted in someone being killed. I it, I don't know. I, I feel hopeless. No. Um, as we're recording, we're waiting for the George Floyd verdict to come in. Um, I've just been making it a point not to really look Sorry. at any of it. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, it's mentally exhausting. I know. Um, I don't understand how you mistake a taser for a gun. Um, but you let the white guy who's 17 years old run down the street shooting people, walking past police, military trucks, and the trucks are driving past him as he has an automatic rifle out. After you just shot and killed two people. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I was watching um, Grey's Anatomy and the, the nice thing I like about Shonda Rhimes, which shout out to her because she's black and she's the one that made Grey's Anatomy and she's been doing it for 17 years. She's great. Um, she likes to make the show super relevant. So it's ironic that we're like talking about this and recording and I decided to watch it last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an incident in there where a black, the black nurse gets pulled over. It's a male and he was on the phone with his fiance and he was scared to like hang up with her and he was also like recording and the officer told him, like, to get off the phone with her. And he was scared to move his hands. Mm-hmm. And he was like, get off the phone. And he was like, and you need to put your phone away. And he was like, is me having my phone out against my rights? And he was like, put the phone away. And he was scared, so he went to reach for his phone. And then they changed the scene. And I was like, stop. What was happened? a new episode? Yes. Like, the one that just came out last oh, Thursday. I see and I was like, what happened? And then they brought it back, and he lived through it. But, like, his shit was all over the road. Like, they ransacked his car with a dog and everything for a routine traffic stop. It's so crazy. I seen a a Facebook video the other day. A gentleman had got pulled over by the police for going under the speed limit. I think the speed limit was 65, and he was doing 60. And what the cop pulled him him over and was like, you know, I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. You know, typically people do the speed limit, blah, 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 blah. And dude was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm coasting, bro. Just driving. Um, he was like, well, where are you going? And he was like, where are you going? Where are you coming from? Asking all these crazy questions. And it happened to be a rental that the gentleman was in. And you could tell that like the officer was trying not to be an asshole about it, but was you could also tell that like 
initially he probably profiled him. Oh, duh. So when he left to like run his information, he came back like, here's a warning. Um, you won't have to appear. You don't have to pay anything. Uh, but here's a warning. And he was like, what am I being warned for? Like, what did I do? I was driving under the speed limit. It's not illegal to drive under the speed limit. So the cop was just like, he brushed it off and was like, just have a good day. And the guy got out of his car. Oh, fuck. And was insisting on the officer telling him, like, what did I do? Like, you gave me a warning and I don't understand what I did. And it didn't end in anything crazy. But, like, in that just moment, yeah, bit. when he got out <laughs> the car, like, I just felt my body just, like, tense up. Because it's like, mm-hmm. you you can't, you don't even have to give these police officers a reason to shoot you and they will right. still shoot you. Right. So, like, I just, I can't imagine what it's like to be a black man in times like these like it's already hard enough being a black woman but to see it constantly and we're not getting justice and just it's just so it's just so much like i had to just like take a second take a second yeah and just not even watch any of it because if y'all remember this time last year i think we recorded and i had said that like literally for about a month straight i cried every single day when all of this happened like i couldn't get a hold of myself so it's just like i Mm -hmm. i don't have the capacity to take it in but black men we love y'all um black women we love y'all mm-hmm. you know continue to fight the fight and you know find ways to use your voice or whatever power that you may have mm-hmm. um i don't know it's just weird because even if like it's an issue of racism for sure but just to think like even if it's a white police officer who's not necessarily racist just to think that there is something so far ingrained in them Mm -hmm. that when they are around black people it's a fear that sets in for them yeah Mm -hmm. and it's not just so simple as like she's like hope that the lady who shot the young kid she's like oh shit i shot him like holy shit i right like like girl you ain't knock somebody's drink over. You just killed somebody. Right. Like this ain't, this ain't casual. Like you know what I mean. So it's just it's just crazy to think that we have these people in these positions of power, and I think it's beyond any kind of training that could possibly happen. Like they're yeah. inherently just scared of black people. They like, are, and we're not a threat. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It's wild. Did you see that Saint Anne's incident where they were shooting in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What girl? Jesus. I'll purposely try not to browse because one day, literally one day I was on social media and I kept scrolling. It was like, this person killed their baby. This person shot. This person strangled their kid. This person did this. This person. I was like, literally back to back. I was like, oh no, I got to get the fuck off of here. It's just too much. So when I'm on there, I try not to pay too much attention because it's very, very much overwhelming. So not to stop y'all, but they did come back with a guilty verdict. Oh, praise God. Um, I'm trying to keep, I'm reloading CNN as we're recording, but it does say that they they um, reached a, a verdict of guilty. So we'll see. I think it was multiple counts that he was charged with. So, But is he actually going to lose his fucking job? Oh yeah, he already lost his job. Mm-hmm. Like officially, officially yeah, good? Yeah, he had already officially lost okay. his job. Um, moving on. Um, so my teacher, I, I'm taking an African American history class right now, and uh, my teacher was telling us about the voter suppression bill that they had in Georgia. Um, where she was telling us basically like 
they're making it a law that you can't pass out food or drinks when people are voting. You can't go in groups of what, like nine or more people. And it was something else, which all of those things target black people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to point that out. If anybody doesn't know about it, read up on it, do your research. Um, but still, please make sure you go out and vote. Did they pass the bill? I think so. Okay. I hadn't followed up. I know I seen it, but I hadn't followed up on it. It's so crazy. The world we live in. Like, and I have kids. I know. That have to grow up in this shit. Like, you know what? I was talking to, there was a few things that kind of just crossed my mind because a lot of my friends do have children and the way that I love them is like beyond me. And I'm sitting here not realizing it because my friend has a one-year-old and he is um, Hispanic and black, which is obviously a double minority. And I, it didn't even occur to me to ask her, like, are you scared as a parent to like raise him? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, every single day. She was like, every single day I'm worried that something's <laughs> going to happen to him from him being Hispanic and black. And then I thought about my godson, which is Darielle's son. And then her other son, MJ, I thought about, um, I thought about my two coworkers that have black boys that are both five and like eight. And we had a conversation at work. Like, it's crazy to me that you have to tell your black children completely different stories than white children. Mm -hmm. And I saw it firsthand. I walk into a store with my dad and if any, if we have any new listeners, my mom is black. My dad's white. I walk into a store with my dad and he's like, get what you want. Grab anything you want. And my mom's like, don't touch anything. Don't look at anything. Don't grab anything. Don't even come in here with the idea that you want something. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy that we really live in a different world where we have to say stuff like that to our children. Like, and white people don't even think about that. They walk into a store and go, the card is yours. Us, it's you don't touch anything. We came in here for one thing and then we leave. Mm -hmm. Because you could literally die by grabbing a box of freaking Cheerios. Yeah. And it, on top of that, it's crazy to think that, like, not, I mean, I think it's always been an issue, but then to think that people then come together in uh, interracial relationships, mm-hmm. like, in the, and you've talked about it, like, the confusion that it causes for a child, like, I'm all for, like, love who you love, I, like, I have no problem with interracial relationships, but there's just thinking, like, the level of stress that comes with it's all awful. of these different decisions <laughs> that... You have your dad whose lived experience is totally different from mm-hmm. your mom's and then just trying to come together mm-hmm. to raise a family. Like, I just can't even imagine. Yeah, like, it was it was it's hard. And like, I remember being five and six years old and getting bullied by white kids for having curly hair that was messy, for having brown skin. But everybody else in the building had white skin because I went to a white Christian school for like the first two years. <clears throat> And I got bullied. And I remember a- I don't remember asking my I think I talked about this, asking my grandma, like my dad's mom, like are you okay with having a black grandkid? And she kind of was like, what? And I don't even remember asking that, but it's my, one of my best guy friends tells me like that he likes, um, he likes to date white women. He likes to date foreign women. And he's sitting here. He's like, I just want a mixed kid. And I was like, do you know how bad that your kid is going to have it? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to tell him and express to him so bad. I'm like, America does not give a shit if you have white in you at all. I say it all the time. 90% of black people make me feel comfortable 10% 10% don't, you know, the stupid light skin jokes, the stupid, you're mm-hmm. not black enough, but 90% of white people make me feel uncomfortable and 10% make me feel comfortable. I'm like, imagine your kid every single day living that way. 
And I'm thankful I had a black mom because to come, I can't imagine, and this is just me, not speaking for everybody, obviously. I can't imagine as a woman coming home to a white mother expressing how it feels to be a black woman in America and her trying to walk you through it. How? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I... If I go to my dad, uh, a black man is going to have a different perspective anyway. And if I go to my, if I had a black father and went to him about it, he would have a different opinion. But to have a black mom that can relate to being a black woman in America is so much, has been so much more better for me than the opposite. Yeah. And it just, it's not all it's cracked up to be. You're never enough. Um, People bully you left and right. And America, regardless, sees you as a minority no matter what. Mm -hmm. So it sounds cute. Sounds real cute. Wouldn't recommend. Oops. Did he say why he wanted mixed kids? No, he wasn't even, it wasn't even like one of the, you know, some people be like, I just want lighter children. He just thinks that like lighter skin, he's just attracted to lighter skin people. But I'm like, then why are you dating white girls? What's so crazy about that to me is just like the lack of like, self-love or love for your skin that you don't even realize you have. Like the whole colorism conversation like that's so crazy to me like that we live in again another level of stress that you have to consider like you don't even love the brown skin that you're in and like black Mm -hmm. man you are beautiful like go get you a black not saying you have to i know but like like, it's just different it's so crazy and it shocks me because this is a man that walks around with blonde dreads face tattoos uh tattoos on his neck his entire torso arms and he has the nerve to tell me that like white people don't treat him different Yes, the fuck they do. Mm. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. If you walk into a room silently and that's the first thing you see as a 6'4 black man looking like that, shut up. Shut up. I was at this like fancy steakhouse. Of course, majority white people. Mm-hmm. The table next to me, there's this white girl on a date. I don't know if it was just a date or her boyfriend, and she, but she was on a date. This black guy, he was in there with do rag on. <laughs> and I was just like, sir. No, you know you're not fitting up in Ashley's family. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, like y'all said, I'm not against, you know, people. You date who you want, but it's right. just like. It, it just is scary now the more we get into things. I know she don't know what that do-rag is. No. You know, I've literally <laughs> had, there's a, a white girl at my job that's dating a biracial dude, and he looks like a big, like, white guy, but. She grew up um, south side of Columbus, and she said even her family, which she ended up being an outsider that, like, I've even talked to her about race, and she's. I'm shocked at how knowledgeable she is about some things, but I think it's from her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she said her family would tell her growing up, like, and this is the south side of Columbus. You don't date black people. You don't befriend black people. Stick to your race, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, it's crazy to me that white people really say things like that. Yeah. In their households, at the dinner table, out in public at the dinner table. Like, I told y'all I cussed my family out in um, July and December. Yeah. I'm not I'm not the one or the six. So you better go find mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, and ten. My sister, all she dates is white. Really? Asian. She's never dated a black. I'm shocked. I don't think so. That's really? So crazy. Is yeah, it because of the school of she them. grew up? I don't well, because the other one ain't like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, it could be because I when I went to white schools growing up. That's all there was. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was in middle school, I dated white boys, but I was like, eh. I never have. But that, I feel like that was just the thing, just because I, that's all yeah. I was around. Once yeah. I got to high school, that was a, I went to a black high school, so it was a like, it's time to go. <laughs> but I don't know. 
Hmm. I think, honestly, I think it's because she has some insecurities. I was going to say that, which is I sad. It's kind of it like is. Brandy's point. Like, it's just sad. It's some yeah. deep-rooted shit, man. Like, yeah. Even when I went to go, when I, the whole car thing, like I went to one dealership and I'm out there, you know, looking around and it was a gentleman and his son, two white gentlemen. And I watched the salesman come right out, greet them, ask them, did they need help taking, you know, walking with them, all of that. And then when they went, you walk in, they don't even say hi to you. And then when they went to, he went back inside and they were just standing there. I watched the salesman just kind of like sit there and talk to each other. Nobody came out and said hi to mm. me. Did I need help with anything? Was I just browsing? That happened to that. me at the mall. I, I left. And I'd be calling a, folks a out. A black guy, young black guy salesman, he came out and was like, how you doing, ma'am? You See? Know, what were you looking for mm. today? Can I help you? And I was like, Five seconds from just telling my dad, like, I don't even want to, let's yeah. go. You know what I mean? Because, like, that bothers me. Like, if I'm spending my money somewhere, mm-hmm. at the very least you're going to do is greet me. Right. right. Like, at the very least. I'd be calling folks out. That happened to me at uh, Speeding About the Mall. That happened to me at Louis Vuitton. Or not Louis Vuitton. Yeah, it was Louis Vuitton that was treating me that way. I would pick up a wallet and be like, so how much is this? And they would come take it out of my hand to tell me the price. She did it three times and I was like, all right, I'm going to leave. I said, since you think I'm here to steal or don't have enough money to shop in here because I'm black, I'm going to leave. And her mouth just dropped and I walked out. I walked across the street to Michael Kors. Mm. She had me trying on watches, shoes, bags, all this type of stuff. And I'm like, it's just a different environment. That's crazy. Different environment. And nobody's born racist because if you put them in a black household and they grow up that way, they don't they don't right. feel that way towards people. It's taught. Right. It's That's taught. So sad. Anyway. All right, moving on, jumping to a different gear. Now, this topic is a little older, but we're going to talk about it anyways, just because it's relevant. So, um, this is the video where Sweetie and Quavo are in the um, elevator having an altercation. Some people saying that he didn't do anything wrong, and there are some people that saying he did. So basically the video shows her grabbing a bag. They're trying to fight for it. He grabs her, spins her around, and she falls on the ground into the elevator or whatever. And he doesn't help her back up. That's pretty much all you see. Um, Kim and I was at this event the other day, and there was a female who was like, as as a female, as a black female, I don't think he did anything wrong. The only thing is he should have helped pick her up. What do you guys think? Um, I think that's bullshit. How um, do, go ahead, Cam. I just, how do you, why do they think he didn't do anything wrong by dragging her into the elevator? I keep watching it because I'm just trying to. I'm just, I'm just confused at that part. Like you just put your hands, I don't care if it's a woman and a woman and a dude and a dude, a parent and a kid, a sibling and a sibling. You just put your hands on somebody and threw them into an elevator. And then was shocked when you look up and there's a camera in there. From what I remember um, of the video, and I'm kind of trying to look at it as Dario's playing it, um, it, to me, it looked like she was trying to walk out of the elevator and he snatched her back in. Um, I won't go so far as to say abusive, but I will say uh, overly aggressive. Mm. Um, Just because that small clip we don't know if it was 
a tussle between him and her, if she hit him first, whatever the case may be. But from what I can see of the video, it was a little bit too aggressive for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, and again, something that we've talked about on the show before, I think that there are just some men who are just not capable of putting their hands on a female in any kind of way, regardless of how mad they get. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, if you're capable of such, that's a red flag for me. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also come from a place of, I'm not going to put my hands on you. So it's a do unto others I for agree. me. Yeah. So I I didn't like it. It doesn't make me comfortable. Um, it almost kind of like gave me a vibe of like, that was something that has happened before. Mm-hmm. Like the way she just kind of took her time to get back up, the way they walked out, like it just kind of looked like it was something that maybe had happened before. So I don't know. I just feel like in any case, if we got to get physical, you ain't it. Yeah. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm at that age now. I don't, regardless of how mad I get, I can express that anger in other ways. You know what I mean? I don't have to put my hands on you or act crazy. You don't have to put your hands on me. Mm-hmm. It don't, it don't take all that. Yeah. yeah. So. And that just remind me of a situation that I was in when I was younger. Um, Brandon and I did an episode about domestic violence or whatnot and the guy that I went through the situation with so basically we have a kid together and I decided to tell my son I didn't tell him everything or just a little bit just because he has been very curious about why we're not together and his dad tried to say like oh he's angry that we're not together which I know that's not true because my son never saw us together he was too young right so I kind of told him the situation. Um, and so I ended up telling his dad, like, look, I had, I told him he's upset with you, blah, 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 blah. This man gets upset with me. and He's like, why would you tell him that? And he was like, you need to tell him that I never put my hands on you. We just wrestled. And yeah, I did used to spit on you. I'm not. No, I'm not going to lie to my son, but thank and you. I was so pissed because I'm like. The nerve of you, an abuser, to be on my phone and tell and me downplay to downplay it. Yeah, to downplay what the fuck you put me through. And he was like, you try to make it seem like I was like Ike Turner, Chris Brown. I said, hold on. Hitting I is hitting, bro. I never once said that you would just beat my ass. I never, I didn't say that on the show. I've never told that to anybody that I talked to about the situation. And I never told my son that. I said we used to fight. To be honest, I would put my hands back on him. Like we well, would, yeah. we would fight. But I never made it seem like I would just be sitting there and he just come punch me like, bitch, fuck you. Like, <laughs> and I never made it seem like that. But the fact that you're going to sit here and say that you never put your hands on me, like, yeah, maybe it was some fights here and there, but wrestling? Uh, no. I'm like, you don't remember pushing my head into a car door? Ugh. You don't remember that? But here's my thing about the <laughs> Ike comment. Physical abuse is physical abuse. I don't care if you just slap me across the face. Right. You just fucking hit me. Right. I don't, there's, there's not levels to fucking hitting me. Elbow me, push me, like, and then I told him, I said, the the thing about abuse, abuse is just not physical. There's mental abuse, there's emotional abuse, there's, um, tell me what I'm looking for. Mental. I say mental. I say emotional, emotional, physical, mental, verbal. verbal. Yes, verbal abuse. I say there is different forms of abuse. So when I say the word abuse, I'm not making it seem like you just whooping my ass, but I'm also not about to downplay what the fuck you put me through. You not about to be on my phone doing that. Like the fucking nerve. Talking about we just wrestled. Not even only that. 
even even just going back to when we did that episode, it's crazy to me how again it's something that it is levels too. I I do believe that there is a difference from somebody just out of the blue beating you up mm-hmm. and two people fighting. Right. But even to in that moment for myself to try to make an excuse like, oh well, he didn't beat my ass. Right. We used to fight. Yeah. We were still putting our hands on each other. We yeah. still left situations where bruises right. and things like that. But what bothers me about it, and it was the same situation with me, you felt big and bad enough to put your fucking hands on me, but you won't admit it. Mm-hmm. Or then when you do, when it does come out and I do say something, it's, oh, well, she didn't tell you what she did. She didn't tell you that no, she did exactly this, 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 and this. What? He was like, if I told him everything, I said, okay. Tell him, He's fuck. Like, you went tell him about your bad attitude and uh, something. Your mood swings. I say he already knows that about right, me. Right, I'm Who his doesn't, mother. Who doesn't the fucking fuck? know that I have a bad attitude yeah. and fucking mood swings? That's all you got to come with? Really? Tell him. I don't give a hot fuck. Like, okay. I was just so pissed out I had to stop responding because I was just like, and then I felt like now I have to have another conversation with my son. Yeah. Because yeah. but I just asked him like what did he say? He was like, he just said he would never put his hands on a female and I was like, I was like, you know what? I'ma just leave it alone because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> so have like, you have you ever had a fear that he would do it to your son? I don't think so. And and like I told him, I said, and when I told him the situation, I never tried to make it make his dad seem like a bad person. I'm like, we were young. Right. I hope he's a better person. He has since apologized. Y'all's relationship is separate from what we had, and let's just leave it at that. But him being protective over me, he didn't like it. He didn't well, sit of course, right with him. yeah. So he didn't talk to his dad for weeks, and I felt bad. But it's just like I can't keep downplaying the situation just to make you look good. Like yeah. fuck that. Yeah, yeah. No, she was crazy. <sighs> Shit was crazy. Abuse is abuse. Abuse is abuse. Okay, nigga, so you spit on me, fuck. I just, I, you know, it's just, I think it's something that, like, we all got to start holding one another accountable. Like, women shouldn't put their hands on men. Men shouldn't put their hands on women. Your nigga shouldn't be co-signing that shit. If you got a homeboy Mm -hmm. and he hitting on his girl, let that nigga know he's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we just just be letting shit slide or try to downplay it. And that's not cool. Like, don't nothing get fixed if you don't address it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think it's something my pastor always say. He says, like, a problem undefined is a problem undefeated or some shit like that. Like, you got to start. I ain't mean to say (laughs) shit. Forgive me, God. But, um. You know what I mean? It's just like, that That kills me. Like, you slam my head into a car door, but you want me to tell my son we used to wrestle? Wrestled. Fuck you, bro. bro I'm no, like, like, nah. Like, I really wanted to be so angry, but I'm like, you know what? I cannot let this man have this over me. Like, yeah. it's bad enough that I have not completely healed from that, but the, in the fact that I have to still deal with you on a daily basis. I know, like, yeah. But for you to hit my phone to tell me to lie to my child to make you look good? No, fuck you. No, I really should have said, boy, fuck you. You're right, you should have. <laughs> what? That should have been the only me? reply. Oh, I was like, wow. That's really deep. Hmm. That's really deep. 
Abuse is abuse, dog. I don't care if you flick me in my damn eyeball. <laughs> and even, like I said, I'm not going to get on here and talk shit about men and not say the same thing about women. Men, if you in a relationship with a woman that's putting her hands on you, leave her ass alone. Get the fuck out. Leave her alone. Like, that shit ain't cool either. Because niggas really be out here getting abused. Yeah, I know a couple. And that's not cool. Because they, they don't want to hit back. So, yeah. like, and that's just wrong. Like, don't be... My thing is, expect, don't slap no nigga and think you ain't about to get hit back. That's my thing. That's, all don't, that's what I said. Don't put your hands on nobody if you don't want them to put your hands on you. But man, if you in a relationship with a woman that's putting her hands on you, leave her ass where she's staying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not the auntie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm weak. All right. Um, the next question says, can a man have a wife and be friends with other women? And there's a link, but I don't know. Oh, oh it's a video. Let me go back. have a wife but still be friends with other women and the answer to that question is hell no and it may sound arrogant when i say this but i'm too good of a dude to be friends with single women because i have so much to offer and i'm so friendly that that might turn that single woman on and next thing you know i'm dealing with temptation and i don't need that in my life you feel what i'm saying and i want to let all my fellas know this if a woman found you worthy enough to be a husband that means other single women will find you worthy too but here's the thing you don't know their intentions and next thing you know you was too friendly to that chick and now you end up homeless because you laid up in that hotel with that chick your wife found out and you lost your entire family don't do it to yourself Listen, if I got any uh, women as friends, they acquaintances. They friends with me and my wife. You feel me? So that nothing could ever get in between because I don't play around with temptation. And you too good of a dude to be playing around with temptation too. Or do hit me up okay. on the gram. I can see some of the points he was making. Mm-hmm. He, the girl should be friends with them both because some dudes be having female friends. They don't know that you got a girlfriend. Your girlfriend don't know about them. That just seems sneaky mm-hmm. to me. But I will not say that. I would not expect my husband or my man to not have female friends. Right. It it was just him saying like, I somebody had commented on this video. I think it was a man commenting back and said something like, um, I think they were calling him like arrogant, saying things like, he's too good of a dude. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it I was. I just feel like um, there's gonna be temptation anywhere. Have be strong enough to fight it. Like that don't mean. I feel like for me, I feel like the only way you can handle a situation properly is putting yourself in it. Mm -hmm. You can't avoid it. You just not gonna have female friends and then like I just don't believe that. Yeah, I think um, one of my uh, past relationships have taught me very heavily about boundaries and respect and what to cross and what not to cross. And it's as simple as, and they go hand in hand. If you respect somebody, there's certain boundaries you will not cross. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And it's that simple. If you respect somebody, you're not going to... One of my really good friends just told me she's been kicking it with my cousin and they've slept together. And they slept together probably three, four years ago. She's kicking it with him knowing he has a girlfriend and she doesn't see where that's weird. And I'm sitting here like how Mm. boundaries and respect and that's on my cousin too because you have a girlfriend a long-term girlfriend probably over the last three or four years Mm -hmm. you have a long-term girlfriend who i met your family met they expect you to get married uh sometimes so i hope you hear it i already told her about herself but my cousin's fault too because you are putting yourself (laughs) in the position to literally like and he sits down and tells her like I'm just really attracted to you. So you have a girlfriend at home. 
But my thing is, why are you kicking it with women, single women as a non-single man and vice versa? Why are you a non-single woman kicking it with single dudes one-on-one, especially if y'all have history? You mean dudes in relationships? Dudes and women in relationships, both sides. Mm. Why are y'all, why are you putting yourself in that position anyway? If you're a, if you're a woman in a relationship, why are you kicking it one-on-one with a single dude? I mean, if they friends. There, I think you can tread lightly. I think you can tread lightly because there's levels to it. I mean, I have a male friend that is married and we're great friends. I have the same thing. But that's what I'm saying. There's levels to it because that situation I'm talking about is not okay. Y'all have history. Yeah, if your intention is not... Pure. Yeah, if it's not pure, if you're friends with her because you want to see where it goes or you want to fuck one day, then no. Right. Well, my thing... Okay, so here's what I mean about boundaries and respect. Personally, my best friend... Um, I'm really good friends with his girlfriend and he's like my best friend going to be the godson of my kid, all that type of stuff. Personally, I'm not going to go kick it with him at 10, 11, 12 a.m., 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. If I go over and kick it, it's respectable hours. She knows we're all friends, that type of deal. But for you to be putting yourself in a position as a person in a relationship to be going to a single person's house that you have history with. No. Yeah. Now, see... That's, I get your point. Maybe just a lot of things just don't bother me. But <laughs> it's not even a history that I take issue with. It's the, I'm just so attracted to you now. Because I do believe mm-hmm. that people can have history and actually be just friends mm-hmm. in Agreed. present day. Mm-hmm. So right. for me, I think it's a conversation about boundaries. What does boundaries look like? Because, yep. and that's where people fuck up. They don't have these in-depth conversations about expectations. Mm-hmm. For me, we don't have the conversation. So if something happens... We had the conversation. You right. knew what my mm-hmm. expectation was. So I don't think it's so much about you not being able to have female friends. But like you said, it's levels to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it could be a, a man who's in a relationship and a female that's single. Something could still happen if that woman was in a relationship. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the singleness or togetherness for me. It's just about, okay... What would I be okay with? Do I want you sitting at somebody's house late at night doing whatever? No, I don't. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm putting that out there. I can't control you. Right. But mm-hmm. again, if you make Boundaries a decision to disrespect me, you know what my standard and my expectation was. So when I right. dip out, there's nothing that you can say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I do think that it would be ideal that if my man has a female friend that is somebody that he can bring around me right. and there's no um, level yep. of uncomfort, um, discomfort. Right. Like I said before, if we all can't be in the same room and be cool, weird. then it's something's not right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do wonder, like, for example, I have a male best friend. There's absolutely nothing physical going on with us. What our, how our relationship is going to change when he's, in a you know in a relationship where he gets married to someone you know what I mean now, I understand if the person that you choose has a certain level of expectation and boundary where our relationship can't be the same right. but it's like again you gotta know what you're dealing with yep right. yep so I agree. that's it for me it's just it's boundaries and respect like for me I'm I feel some type of way if it's history I feel some type of way if it's 12 a.m. but like you said Darielle you're gonna have friends of the opposite sex regardless even if it's a family member that's the opposite sex and you consider them a a friend Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that's gonna happen anywhere you have friends at work that are opposite sex you know what I mean and it's just about the respect level you have for your partner that's not gonna make you cross that boundary yeah period I don't go ahead I was going to say, one thing I did take issue with, 
just because your wife saw value in you, me as a single woman right, don't mean, mean I'm, I'm going, going to want you. Like, yeah. that's the only thing I took issue with. Like, you could be a great guy, a good guy, an attractive guy, and I still not right, want to sleep with you. Like, might right. not be the same for me, buddy. So, that was the only thing that he said that I just was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think the history, it bothers me, but it, then it doesn't. Because... And maybe this is terrible because I feel like if it was history for the guy, I probably would feel away. But for me, I know that there are people that I've had history with that I don't look at like that and we can be cool. Yeah. And I and it bothers me when people assume just because there's history or maybe we slept together or maybe we dated that we can't just be friends or they have to assume like, what is it about this person? It's literally nothing. Yeah. Um, And I feel like I have to give that respect to other people. But... Like Brandy was saying, if we can't all be in the same room, that's a problem. Like that was an issue for me in the past. He had several female friends, which I didn't mind, but it was like, you don't have boundaries because you're flirty. You're not flirting with just your friend. Mm -hmm. And like I said, there's these aren't people that I've never met. I've never met them before. So it's like... That happened to me Are once. Are really your friends? Because it doesn't seem like Yeah. It. I had a, uh, one of my exes had like the, <clears throat> a random group of girls that like, I don't know where popped up and he's like, we've been friends since forever. And I was like, that's funny because I've been around you with a year for just your friend and like that wasn't a thing. <laughs> and now that we're dating, it still wasn't a thing, but that's fine. It's none of my business. Mm. Fine. <laughs> Beats. Cool. Niggas, I mean, not niggas. I'm sorry. Niggas and bitches. People it's like, do I'm better. Just do better. <laughs> Um, this next video is about cheating respectfully. <laughs> okay. Man. But I'm just saying, like, he gonna have some issues. Like, everybody got issues. So are you accepting to him cheating? I will, to be honest, I believe in cheating respectfully. I never tell my man, like, oh, you can go cheat on me. So cheating respectfully to me is cheating where I don't find out is having control over your other women is using condoms and not having babies like cheat respectfully because believe it or not your man is cheating okay but i'm not leaving my man over a one night stand with a period i'll only leave my man for three weeks three things you bring me home an std you have a baby on me or if you gay everything else is work outable for me me and sis are not the same that's all i'm gonna say so for the listeners who couldn't really understand what she was saying, basically she says that your man is going to cheat on you regardless, but she is okay as long as he cheats respectfully, meaning she doesn't find out about it. And basically you have all your other chicks in line to where they're not coming back and saying nothing. And she said the only reason she's leaving her man is if he's gay, if he brings her STD or if he has a child on her. Other thing Every everything else she can work out. You know what I don't like the term about he's cheating anyway. It just takes me back to where, because that just ruins it for people that really are loyal and have never done anything like that. Um, it brought me back to I had a white family member tell me that the guy I was with was smoking, and there's no way he's not because he's black. So basically, basically generalizing that every black man on the planet smokes. Right. She's generalizing that every man on the planet is going to cheat on their spouse. And I don't believe that. I don't think everybody's a cheater either. But if you look at today's society, society, uh, 
a lot of people are cheating. And they not are, just but men, not just men. There are they a are, lot but of women cheaters. I just, I'm but not going to get. Everybody it. doesn't fall in that category. Yeah. And I'm not going to get in a relationship with somebody if I think they're going to cheat on me. Now, if they do when we're in it, you know, sorry to this woman, sorry to this man, bad. But I'm not. I'm not going into an expectation with somebody thinking, oh, they're probably going to cheat on me. Mm-hmm. It's different when it happens mm-hmm. to you. It's happened to me before. But I'm just personally, I'm not going to. So I don't think everybody cheats. And yes, I agree with you that like a lot of people do and nowadays because um, of like social media being tempting and like everybody being around each other being tempting or whatever the hell. Um, but I just I don't think that's fair to like, yes. yeah, to just be like, everybody's going to cheat. So you might as well pick who you want anyway. No, they're not. So for me, um, I don't agree with the generalizing. I don't think that everybody cheats. I do think that there are a lot of people in today's society, like Darielle said, that do cheat. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of that, I think what she said was real. It doesn't work for me, Mm -hmm. but I think it's real because there's a lot of females who won't admit it, who feel the same way and are in the same situations. So what she said was facts. It's not a lie. It's just something that we don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and then I can't even necessarily say that it doesn't work for me because I've been in a relationship where I was cheated on and stayed with the person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, again, it's something that is uncomfortable. You don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure a lot of people have stayed with people who has cheated on them. You know what I mean? And you are with somebody where you like... I think we've normalized cheating to a point where it's like, okay, if you do it, just don't let me find out about it. Mm-hmm. See, and I don't lot. like that. Don't have no, yeah, don't have nobody, don't have no woman out here having one up on me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think, I think that that's a normal thing. Um, Even it, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like black men have multiple, multiple families. families mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was a hierarchy <clears throat> to that. Like you knew who was the wife. Mm-hmm. You knew that. That was the mistress. They may have had a couple kids, but the mistress ain't calling the wife about nothing and you paying the bills here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think people got to get honest about where they are in their relationship. If cheating is not a deal breaker for you, it's not a deal breaker for you. That's how you rock. Ain't mm. nothing wrong with that if that's how you you live your life. Like, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do. You know what I mean? Like, that ain't my business. Um, If somebody having a kid on you ain't an issue for you. Not my business. STDs, not my business. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. relationship is different. So I don't necessarily think what she said. I don't think she crazy for saying what she said. I don't think she's stupid. I don't think she wrong for what she said because there's people out here that's doing it. It's Literally a living real our thing. Yeah. I just don't understand the difference between cheating respectfully or just cheating. Either way, you just cheat. I mean, either there way, no yeah, there really ain't no difference. But it's levels. It's still, just levels. It's still there is respect. levels. Yeah, there is on the flip side of that, ignorance is bliss. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can't feel disrespected if mm-hmm. I don't know I'm being disrespected. Right. And for her standard, <laughs> that's just what it is to her. Yeah. So that's the thing. Different. You know what I mean? There, there, I'm a I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it a buck. There are some niggas out here that can cheat. Don't nobody know that they cheat. Yeah. Old girl ain't looking like a fool because <laughs> he know how to he know how to move. Mm-hmm. Just like there's some women out here that know how to move. My nigga would never think twice if I was cheating because I know how to move. Mm-hmm. So again, if you gonna if you want to play the game, play the game. Sad. But I'm going to just make that clear that we... Yeah, are, I don't... You know, <laughs> we would prefer not to deal with that. Right. I no. mean... Just to clarify. I'm going to cheat just in case. No, 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 no. I'm joking, y'all. But I, I, I mean, shit, we've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I've yeah. dealt with a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? So like, I can't call her stupid either, but it is what it is. It's just... It's the... 
perpetuating like that stereotype on TV that mm-hmm. people take issue with. And that's cool too. But again, she ain't saying nothing that people ain't out here living. Right. So I agree with that part. Like she's yeah. saying what they're living, but I don't believe that personally, I don't believe there's a difference in cheating. You're cheating is cheating, whether you use a condom or not. Yeah. It is good for it, you. Yeah. That good for you yeah. that you didn't get an STD or get her pregnant. But you I mean, still what did. the least you can do is use a fucking condom. <laughs> yeah. God, it's, I, it's still disrespect, but even yeah. within that, it's a level to the disrespect because again, I can't feel disrespected if I don't know I'm being disrespected, right. and it goes back again to how you move. I'm Ew. telling you, if I never looked through nobody's shit, I probably wouldn't know nothing. Isn't that sad? And <laughs> that's, that's so how they got sad. away with it, though, because you could only pick up the phone in your and, own kitchen right. and call. There was yeah. no, like, or if you didn't find a note or a phone or number, something. there was no yeah. way you would fucking know at all. But now, like I said, with the social media and the texting, you could pick it up and see it. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, like, there was one way you could contact somebody. That's deep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's been this huge ordeal on social media about women wearing braids for their birthday. <laughs> I've seen that. And I guess, I don't know where it started, but apparently someone said that you cannot wear braids on your birthday. That, and a lot of people have been upset about it. And I remember Lynn and I having a conversation on one of the older shows about how, like, we just feel like braids don't be hitting with every outfit. And I, I just... I don't know. I don't know why, but I like braids. Don't get me wrong, but like, I would prefer not to wear braids on my birthday. Mm-hmm. I have before, but I would prefer not to. I, I mean, I agree with that. I feel like it don't hit with every outfit. When I'm more like tomboyish in my sweats and my Nike sweatsuits, I really don't care that my hair be mm-hmm. braided. I don't really care for the braids when I'm in that kind of outfit. Yeah, if I'm a little bit more dressed up cute more girly the braids work you know what i mean the messy bun or down or whatever it works so i mean i whether or not you wear them for your birthday i don't know but like yeah i don't think they go with everything i don't think so either but i wouldn't say that you can't wear braids on your birthday because what the fuck i'm about to say i don't think they go with everything but i definitely am more than likely gonna braid my hair when i go to atlanta because i don't feel like dealing with it yeah and i low-key wanted to in miami but then i realized that the wedding is the next week and I'm not going to get my hair braided just to take it out on the week. Yeah. But after that wedding. This tweet says, bitches saying braids not for every occasion. Just so you can't pull off braids. I've seen bad bitches in afros. The fuck? <laughs> you bitches are not versatile for real. Only hairstyles bitches know how to pull off includes bundles and LA's. Bit- this is the bitches for me. Right. Damn. Aggressive ass. Is you mad? Yeah. Are you Okay. Somebody told you your braids was ugly? Like, what's up? I think it's just preference. I think it comes down to preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably, if my funds is looking right, this hair finna be braided up. Yeah. <laughs> Usually when I take a trip, I get straight backs, period. Because I don't feel like doing my hair. Yeah. Especially on a fucking plane. Give me them straight backs. But I think I'm gonna get my box braids for my birthday if, you know, everything looking straight. And y'all can kick rocks because I'm a big beats regardless. Fuck. I don't disagree. Okay. Moving on. How to love a man. Ooh, exciting. <clears throat> Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Reciprocate. Make effort for him to ask him how his day went. Ask him what went wrong. Love him hard. Be patient with him. Who's not doing that? A lot of people, girl. That's sad. I know. 
The next one says, understand, he will never be perfect. At some point, he will be inconsistent. Sometimes he will be impatient. Sometimes it will be hard for him to handle your mood swings. He gets angry too. His mood changes as well. Attention. Like you, he needs attention too. He needs reassurance as well that he is the only one for you. Do not give him reasons to doubt you. Respect. You have to respect his choices and decisions. Give him respect that he deserves. Freedom. Give him the freedom to cheat. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? That's a lie. That's a lie. That's what I thought when I saw Girl. That's not what it said. I was like, that's a damn lie. The fuck? You just made me break my neck. It says, girl. Give him the freedom to do the things that he likes. Do not box him in. Do not choke him in the neck. The truth is, if he really loves you, he will never do things that will hurt you. He has a life to live, so do not take that away from him. You are not his world. You are a part of it. Yep. Mm, I mean, I don't disagree with none of that. And vice versa, fellas. Yeah, it goes both ways. And I think that stuff is... um. I think it's earned. A lot of that is earned. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the respect his choices and all of that. Like you, the proof is in the pudding. Like you got to show me that you make good choices, um, that you make good decisions. I think that um, the good needs to outweigh the bad. You know what I mean? If the if the bad outweighs the good, then I can't be patient. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That sucks. I think it's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, that's baseline like mm-hmm. in any relationship whether it's a male or female that's baseline stuff um yeah all of which like i said if you are taking care of your partner the bad times are going to come but you know that the good outweighs the bad so it's yeah. just like okay. yeah something i had to learn was like when men are not in a space a good space financially they um tend to shut down well some men men that i've dealt with and for me, it, it I would take it as an opportunity to kind of like get upset. Like, what did I do wrong? Why are you mad at me? Why are you not talking to me? And I had to learn that sometimes like they just need some space and not to take everything so personal yeah. and to just be there to support and comfort. But that's very hard for me because I'm like, oh, you having a bad day? Why are you taking it out on me? I ain't do shit to you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, though. These are like things you should be doing anyway so it's kind of like it's just sad that like this actually goes into the next thing it's sad that some people can't i guess but in the same at the same time it's about learning your person knowing your person and knowing what they require kind of like the love language thing you know Mm -hmm. what i mean knowing what they require knowing what you require and just working on getting to those things and not everybody's gonna hit them every single day you're not gonna go through that list every single day and be like check i did all of it today Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like just the biggest thing like they said just like just love each other love each other and give a shit yeah i think i had to learn like the acknowledgement of feelings Mm -hmm. um i think for a long time i don't think i understood that men have emotion, feel things, because they don't express they don't, it. Yeah, they, they don't, don't ever. It is like me being an emo- overly emotional person, an overthinking person. It's hard to deal with someone who doesn't express it, because then I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, and me being a super <clears throat> logical person, it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can't see me, but I, I have like a smirk on my face, like, uh, <laughs> Okay, I don't understand. Um, but I just, you know, I had to come to the realization, like, you know, he may or may not 
tell you something's wrong, but you gotta be attentive you and gotta pay know. attention. Yeah, you, you don't have I mean? to. Like, I remember having to tell somebody, like, I know you didn't want to talk about it, but I acknowledge mm-hmm. how you felt and what you did say. So mm-hmm. hey, I apologize. So yeah. well, there's like, like you said, it's like paying attention because there's signs too, like. If a person, like, if you know if that person gets quiet or kind of gets a blank stare, you're like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking about? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, on? did yeah. I make you mad? Or did right. something else piss you off? Like, and, and sometimes, like, you could just tell that they're bothered, but they're trying to, like, be lighthearted and airy about things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. I can sense that something's wrong. What's wrong? And sometimes it could be, my friend pissed me off. My mom pissed me off. My job pissed me off. Me. But, like, they, <laughs> the way that men, it's scientifically proven, the way that men internalize and handle things mentally like how they lash out and do things is completely different on how women handle things mentally. And it's just crazy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I think the point is, is just to be attentive um, yeah. on both sides. Like it kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of that post, like the relationship is only in trouble when the woman's not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's true to that. I don't think a lot of times um, we pay attention to men and what they're feeling and if they're happy. I agree. Um, it's interesting that you say that because I was having a conversation with one of my male friends and he was like, you know, most of the times when we cheat, it's because something we weren't happy about something. I was like, how are you just going to blame the female? He was like, just think about it. And and I, when I thought about it, I'm like, damn, because I know I'd be so focused on what you did to piss me off, what you did wrong, how you hurt my feelings, this and that. But then when I said, when I had to take a step back and like, Think about how I am as a person. I'm not easy to deal with. Like I can start arguments because I think I'm assuming something wrong or just, I could just, there's a lot of things that I could do to push people away. And I was like, damn. Well, at least you can acknowledge that. Yeah, I was going to say, even with that though, like take accountability, but don't fall into that fucking trap because you still had the choice to come to me and tell me that you was a happy man. You made a decision to you. And then then (laughs) to the situation I was thinking about, that person never came and was like, well, I cheated because this is this and that. You did this and this and that. But in that conversation with my friend, I realize that there is yeah. some things that I could do to push somebody away. Yeah. But I ain't gonna go to a nigga and be like, yeah, I know I made you cheat because bitch, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely... You knew what it was. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> two sides to that. Like, when a person cheats, there's... It, there's accountability <clears throat> to be had on both sides. You, didn't, yeah. you don't make someone go out and cheat on you, but you right. can definitely acknowledge where you may have made a situation hard mm-hmm. for someone. Yeah, because on the flip side, there's plenty of shit that somebody could have done to me that made me want to go cheat, but and I, didn't. I didn't. Yeah, right. so. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. That's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> LOL. All right, so I'm going to play another vid. <laughs> to open your door or to meet you at the door or to ring your doorbell when you could just walk downstairs. I am not opening your door. You're getting four letters. H-E-R-E. That means I'm here. That means come outside. And that means when we go, like whatever our plans are, we're going to go do what our plans were set to do. I'm not getting out of the car to open your door or to meet you at the door or to ring your doorbell when you could just walk downstairs. Honestly, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I personally believe, and this is just my personal perception of me and my friends and all the females that we have dealt with collectively chivalry is almost dead Mm. so i'll put this on the timeline very interesting to me one i'ma just um chalk all of it up to to that nigga being from new york um (laughs) explains a lot they, they mad aggressive out there but um 
for me, I was talking to a male friend about this and I was like, I'm so used to it just being me that like opening my car door, I don't even really think about it. I'm grabbing my door before I'm even paying attention to whether or not you're doing it. Um, but I, it's always been like, why are you grabbing the door? Like, don't touch mm-hmm. the door. You know what I mean? But it's it's usually me doing it, and then I'm they'll check me on it, and then I notice it. Um, I've had gotten that. Like I said, I typically don't let guys pick me up on the first date. I meet them. Right. Um, the times where I have let somebody come and pick me up, there's been guys who will just let me know that they're outside, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm okay with that. Like I'm not tripping about it. But I think you get like cool points or extra points if you come to my door. Right. Like, I had a guy come pick me up. He was like, I'm gonna come get you at 7. He was knocking on my door at 7 o'clock. It was one of the things that made the group chat. Like, this nigga was at the door. All time. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But I wouldn't have counted it any less against him if he had not came to the door. You know what I mean? So, I think it's just one of those situations where, like, what pissed me off about it was the arrogance in his tone and how he said it. Like, you're going to get a text here. Like, mm-hmm. okay, nigga, you can leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it like you can't yeah. even say, I'm excited to see you can come down now. Fuck, but here. Yeah, it's your like first that, date here. Or like, that, hey, I'm here to pick you up. Like, yeah, like that, I don't, I don't really like that. Like I said, it's for me, it's things where it's like, it's not necessarily a requirement, mm-hmm. but... I see when I notice it when you do do it, and it's like right. I like that. For me, I'm looking at things like if you hear and you see my trash is full, take it out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I wholeheartedly believe if there's a man in my house and I'm here, I'm not taking out my trash. Every mm-hmm. time my parents come here, I have my dad take my take out my trash every single mm-hmm. time. I'm not doing it. Um, things like you know what I mean, like take out my trash or carry my groceries in the house. You know what I mean? S- yeah. Some stuff like that. It's not necessarily the doors for me, but I I get the women who are like. I would never date a nigga like that. Like, I completely respect yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm not the one woman that feels like you have to open my doors, but it's it's a nice gesture. Yeah. Or sometimes when I go out, I will, because I'm just used to just doing it myself. Yeah. But sometimes when I stop myself, I'll just step back and let him open the door, whatever mm-hmm. or whatnot. So it's not a deal breaker for me, but it's the fact that he's refusing yeah. to do it that bothers mm-hmm. me. Like, the fact that you don't even want to do it, it's just like, there's no respect. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a be the odd one out here. <clears throat> um, I, it's kind of a mix of what y'all said. I notice when you don't do those things, but I would be lying if I said that would be motivation for me to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Because I've dealt with a person that literally opened my car door. If he's sitting in the car and he sees me walking to the door, if he doesn't get out, he's literally leaning over and opening that door. Yeah. Um, he... And if I touch it, he just looks at me and he's like, because again, I'm, y'all know I'm from independence. I was raised by a man. I had no choice but to be independent Um, just because he wasn't attentive like a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And if he sees me even reach, sometimes I forget, I'll open the door as we're getting out and then I'll shut the door because you just get this look of like, really? And I'm like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I just be getting out on my own all the time. I just forgot. (laughs) But like, I mean, it's. I'm not going to lie, it definitely would be motivation for me to take a step back because I'm getting to a point where I'm going to teach you how to, which is ridiculous that you have to do this, but I'm going to teach you how I would like to be treated. And if you're not going to do that, I'm going to leave because the next nigga will. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but again, it's, it's, I don't know, it almost becomes like an expectation I be, and I become spoiled when a man does that for me because it's like, 
Well, now I do expect you to do it every time. I don't care if you're mad at me. And it's been that situation. You've been mad at me, but you still open in my car door. Yeah. You still, you know, picking me up and coming to the door. You know what I mean? Opening the door and then literally shutting it for me. Yeah. Like, this is my house and you shutting my door for me? Mm-hmm. I like you. Yeah. I like you. Like you said, that you come in my house and you see dishes in the sink and you naturally just, because we're hanging out, you just over there just <laughs> washing them, put them in a dishwasher. What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Why are you taking out my trash? Why? Because you want to. Yeah, I think everybody has little things that is a deal breaker or a green flag for them. Like I said, for me, you see my trash is full, you take it out. Bet. I like you. Um, <laughs> one thing that I will say I would probably notice before even the coming to my door or opening my door is if you don't watch me walk in my house. 100%. Um, or, that is a thing yes. for me. Um, I will 100% notice if you drive off before I get in the house. Like, mm-hmm. um that's more important to me. Like, and I think the I said safety on the, aspects. Yeah, I said on the show before, like if we're out and you got your phone out, I don't really like that. Yeah, because you know I mean? you're not engaged. Yeah, like it's different if you go. Let me check. See, we're cool. But you're not engaged, and you're constantly yeah. just. So yeah, yeah, I just I notice it, and then it would be motivation for me to be like. <sighs> the gas thing is a thing for me too. Yeah, like yep. if we in a car, please get pump, out and pump, pump my, my gas. gas. Yeah. yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love the side comments. <laughs> you know, I feel like we should name the show because we're gonna do it the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the end of our show. Unless you guys have anything to add, we didn't do shout outs and announcements in the beginning. I apologize, but I will give the social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Even though y'all don't be emailing us, but it's fine. We get it. <laughs> it's a pandemic. It's fine. It's fine. We'll see you next year. It's okay. <laughs> Hit our DMs anyway. Um, I do have a shout out. And I know he don't listen to the show, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. Uh, shout out to Manny. No. Um, that is my boss. Um, Kim's kind of boss. She's his personal assistant, kind of. Right. Stylist. It's like it's like boss, personal assistant, stylist, really good friend, damn near best friend, multiple avenues. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Darielle's friend as well. Um, he's been on this like world tour. I know. I love um, it. And we was talking about it, and he was just like telling me, like, you know, life is short. Like, mm-hmm. I want to travel. I want to see places. I want to do things. And he's been doing that. And he just recently went to Egypt. And I know. He fed. And gave money to homeless people out in Egypt. And when I tell you I cried watching Aww. those videos, like, it was just so dope to see. And like I told him, I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I'm a little slow. But, like, <laughs> I know homelessness is a problem here in the United States. Like, a big problem here. And I just, I guess I didn't realize yeah. it's a problem across the world. Damn near, wor- like, worse, yeah. And he was telling me, like, how the government over there just really don't care Yeah, they don't give people. a fuck. And so it was just nice to see, like, that and like he said like he was posting it just to inspire you know mm-hmm. other people to do it not to like boast know, and boast yeah that's not even his or personality anything, or anything like that but i just want to shout him out because mm-hmm. i just want to be just put me in your suitcase that's or, what i okay. tell i've been telling him that for more. years i said manny i've been working for you for almost six years and i haven't been on one Trip, but you be taking your booty ass homeboys and your booty ass date whoever friends, but you can't take me. Or at least and you be taking side chicks. And sh- you can't take me. Or at least just give me a, a little bit of notice so I can 
put the money up. Right, like, <laughs> come right, on, I'll pay for my shit, but can I go? <laughs> shit. Um, so, yeah, oh, shout out shout out to him for that. Yeah. Yeah, I really am in this phase of my life where I wanted to just travel just because, I, mm-hmm. you know, I can now. I kind of have the flexibility with work. My kids are older. But, like, don't know why to be trying to travel. I mean, I damn, we can drive two hours or something, yeah. like, just to get an experience. How I about just, this? Oh, I'm being Kim. <laughs> 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 like, I just want to do more. Like, literally... I don't hate Columbus, but at the same time, like, I am not motivated to do anything here. Right. I don't think I'll settle here. I really don't. Like, I've been back and forth for years about leaving and, like, staying and stuff. And I don't know, especially because the two goals that I wanted to hit before I left are about to happen. One was the house. The second one is graduating. Mm -hmm. And then I want to rent the house and, like, leave. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, timeline-wise what will happen. Obviously, like, my life could be completely altered tomorrow. I have no idea. Um, But I feel that. Like, I just feel like my entire family's from the South. I say this all the time on the show. And, like, that's what feels like home to me. Um, North Carolina, New Bern is right outside of James City. It's, like, the black little you know, city mm-hmm. in New Bern. And then every time I go to Atlanta, it reminds me of New Bern. And, but like for younger people and I'm like, I just want to be home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to go home. So. I think I would live somewhere else for a little while, but ultimately I think I would be here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just come from the thought of like, it's more of a mental thing than a physical thing. Um, <laughs> yes. There's cities of course, where you could do so much more and there's so much more entertainment. Um, but I feel like if you're not mentally happy, here, you may not be mentally happy oh, yeah. anywhere mm-hmm. else because it's still same routine, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Work, whatever the case may be. Um, but I definitely think that I want to travel more. I sat down all 2020. I think we all did for the most part. Um, so I would like to, like, if possible, like Daryl said, just even if it's like road trip. Yeah. Once a month, you know, just go somewhere, get out the city, even if it's a day trip, you know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. and then try to take bigger trips mm-hmm. like I was before, at least, you know, two or three times a year. So I just got my passport. I don't know why Ooh. it took me this long to get got my passport um, being lazy. But yes, I um, I have my, buddies. Yes. yes. <laughs> I have my bucket list of places that I want to go. So it's time to make some things shake. All right, guys. Well, that is the end of our show. We are so glad to be recording. We hope you guys enjoyed the show and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Peace. Mm-hmm.